Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Just like that, star is born. A star? Where? This guy over here. The Chiwi? The Chiwi. How he, is the Chiwi a star? I call him Lucky Lukey. Lukey Lucky. And this guy was on television. Well, it hasn't aired yet, but he was recorded on television. By the time anybody hears this podcast, it will have aired. On Home and Family. Look it up for July 9th on Home and Family. His segment's like right at the beginning. Yeah, it's always really early. And he's our third foster dog to go on TV. Yeah, we had Odie. Two Chiweenies. And then Dunkman. And then the Chiwi. Funny thing is, they still really found the other two on Petfinder. Right. That's the big one. It's like the Craigslist of puppy dogs. So Odie did get interest from Home and Family. Yes, he did. They were just weirdos. Odie was actually quite popular because he was unusual looking. He was very... He had, he had kind of a personality that took a certain type of person to love. <laughs> well, Odie was like the sarcastic human in dog world. Do you disagree with me? Not even a little bit. My favorite trait of his was his ability to walk into a room, lift his leg, and pee on the door while uh, looking you straight in the eyes. Yeah, like zero. He gave zero Fs about that. Like he was just, oh well. It's Alyssa's favorite story to tell. And it's he not like it. In. It's not like it happened a lot. But he made eye contact, and all of a sudden the leg was lifted. And like I can relate because he did it to us that one day too. Yes. yes. Little bastard. Well, but then okay, and I'm telling you, it's a genetic thing. What did he do when he first came in here? He walked right up to that chair and was ready to lift his leg, but we had a diaper on him. Yeah, he had we not had a diaper on him. Had we not had a diaper on him, he would have peed somewhere in here already. He would have peed a lot of places in here. He would have peed on the bookshelf. He would have peed on the chair multiple times. He would have peed on the TV stand. He would have peed on the door over there. I think so. He did pee on the coffee table. I think so. Dining room. He's just that way. He's just a three-legged jerk. But he's but he's cute because he puts the fourth one in the air while he walks around peeing on things. He's just really cute though. He is cute. And apparently he had he did a good job on his appearance. What did she tell you about him being tired or something? They had him run around in that little yard so much that he was exhausted. And he went to sleep on her lap. Oh, probably while they were waiting to record, huh? Because, you know, they always do that little part in the beginning where she gets... That's also really smart. She gets comfortable with the dog, you know? Especially with him. He's a chompy little jerk. He could be. When he doesn't want to be manhandled. He can be, but what's really been working, it's proof that, you know, positive praise with an animal works so well. I've been... Anytime I pick him up, and I don't care... If it's five times in a day, every time I pick him up and he doesn't growl at me, I praise him. Yeah, it's working. He'll let's, eventually. Well, I mean, let's face it. If his behavior changes when you give him positive feedback, why wouldn't you give him positive feedback? Well, exactly. I totally respect it. So it's, I think it's cute, you know, how he 
I think he's how cute he too. responds and <laughs> he he wants to be in with us. He hangs with us now. He doesn't stand over there. I don't care if he stands over there. It bothered me when he was sleeping in the dining room, though. He doesn't do that anymore. So I'm down. But what I believe our approach where it works really well is in a situation like that, we've learned, we've kind of become dog experts. We've learned that you don't impose your will on the dog. (laughs) You just leave the dog alone because you're going to have him long enough that eventually he's going to come to you. Well, except when he was being a chompy little jerk. Well, yeah, I was you like, have to. I'm just going to keep petting him until he doesn't yeah, hate you me. You kind of have to crack down on that. And yeah. it kind of worked. But I'm talking about where he wants to hang out. You know, you don't need to impose yourself on him. If he wants to hang out out there, let him. Eventually, he comes around and he hangs out with us, which is what he's doing now. So it's how did we cool. even? How did we even get this lucky dude, Lukey Lucky, Lucky Lou? Well, he. What is his name? Henry. Henry. There is another wiener dog named Henry, he's, and he was in the Carson Shelter, right? I think so. He was in the Carson shelter, and Henry got hit by a car, they believe. Poor Henry. He is a broken hip. They kept abbreviating it in the description, HBC, HBC, or HBA, or something like that. And I was like, what does that mean? And it dawned on me what it meant. What does it mean? So it means, like, hit by auto. Oh. And the rescue took him in, because they're going to get a surgery that normally costs four grand. They're going to get it for two grand. To help pay for little bro's, you know, surgery. Yep. And the lady who had Lucky Lukey happens to be near the vet that's going to do the surgery, I believe. And she, well, she, for whatever reason, it was decided that she would take the injured pooch. She's probably the best one to do it, though. But she couldn't take him and the injured pooch at the same time. And I can see why. He does require a lot of attention. In his own little way, yes. Yes. By that, I don't mean, like, when we go out, by all means, when we leave, like, when we left Friday to go to see the Jurassic Park movie, he just went into the little dog bed and went to sleep. He didn't care. It's not like he has, like, major anxiety that we've left. Not but, like Yogi. But when we're around, he's a little needy. Yeah. When we're not around, he's fine with it. So, it's a, he's an interesting little pooch. But, you know, this Henry dog, she's going to go to her, and she, he, this guy came to us. So, she doesn't have to deal with both of them. <laughs> He's, you know, this Henry dog's kind of a, I don't know, he's kind of a cute little guy. He's like a standard looking wiener. Yeah. but He's he's he, even the standard reddish tan color. When he even seems to kind of have the personality is like, he's happy to be with the people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And even though, so he's not like depressed because he's been in an accident. Which yeah, is he's a wiener dog with a wiener dog face and a wiener cool. dog soul. No big yeah, deal. he's really cute. He's really cute. So, you know, if anybody can help with that, go to dachshundsandfriends.org and find the donate button and donate some money. You can put a little Specify note there. Specify that it's for Henry. Yeah, put a little note there that it's for Henry, and they'll they'll make sure that it gets to Henry. I think that's really cool. And every every single little donation helps. I mean, he's only he's one of two dogs with major medical bills on the rescue yeah. right now. So Yeah, we have one that's an amazing story. I can never remember its name. But the one that couldn't walk, it had like a tumor, and then they had a surgery to have the tumor removed. He's not even the one I meant. And that dog now is down in Oceanside getting, you know, physical therapy, and he's yeah. learning to walk again. When he had to have a second surgery. It's amazing. But I was talking about the mama dog with the puppies. Yeah, she has some she health has problems. major health problems. She can't even nurse her puppies, so the rescue is having to find other dogs to nurse the puppies. Hmm. Yeah. And her vet bills are mounting the $4,000 mark. Pretty steep, yeah. She had to have a blood transfusion. Yeah, I saw. I read all that today. That's the first time I saw about it. Yeah. Pretty scary. But then that leads us to one big helpful thing is they're having a fundraiser, right? They are. 
And tell us about the fundraiser. They're having a Dachshunds and Friends Rescue Quarter Mania, which I didn't know what the heck was until now. And they're having this on August the 3rd in Anaheim. You're going to put the details in the show notes. Yes. Quarter Mania is a cross between bingo, auction, and raffle. Each vendor holds up an item for the auction. If you're interested in the item, you bid on it using your quarters and raise your paddle. If your paddle number is drawn, you win the item. Yes, it's that easy. Just bring a roll of quarters and get ready for some fun. It sounds confusing and exciting at the same time. You know what's cool about it? Kind of now listening to it. You could have three people bid on the same item. One person could bid a quarter. One person could bid $10. Another person could bid $100. But any one of the three could win it because it's all about your number being randomly pulled. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, and it's going to be of quarters. it's going to be fun. We'll have our roll of quarters. And we'll do our thing. Yep. I'm kind of, uh, you know, excited by that. I really think it's pretty amazing. So, hey, I mentioned this on an- on another episode, but it's now nailed down. Thursday and then on Friday, there's going to be a rebirth peeling the orange political podcast of mine. It will be a little bit different. We're going to pick topics for each episode and speak specifically about that topic. And most of the time, we'll probably disagree. Some of the time, we will agree. But I have a new co-host. Uh-huh. It's super exciting to... First one we're going to talk about, I think I may have these backwards, but one of the ones we're going to talk about is the war, impending war with Iran. We're going to discuss whether we think that's going to you know, happen or not happen. Then the next episode, we're going to talk about federal regulations on marijuana. That sounds exciting. And my new co-host's name is Dawn DeMare. She's going to make her debut in the episode that we pull Thursday. Now, we're probably not going to launch launch these episodes until end of August. Wow. Yeah, well, there's reasons for that. But we're excited. And what I probably will do is use audiograms to promote the show itself. But it's going to be fun. That's exciting. I'm happy you found a co-host. Cool. So much drama everywhere, man. There's just so much drama. This world is full of drama. As he checks his phone while we podcast. The drama, <laughs> though, like like when you think about just in general, how you could pick a group that you regularly interact with. And it could be a group of people you know really well, like your family. It could be a group of people that you talk to on a regular basis, like clients. It could be with people, you know, I actually fit into the family one, so, you know, don't even worry about that. Then it could be just, like, people that you see a lot in the same regular place. It, and I'm talking about, like, the cashier at the grocery store. That person is known by so many people, and they technically could know so many people, but how the hell are they supposed to remember all those people coming at them? They're not. You know? Exactly. So you remember them, and they're very well-known people. So, like, you have these groups, and within those groups... Each individual group has some sort of drama. Okay. What I'm getting at is it doesn't matter if you know somebody. Where did I go from? Pretty much unknown people all the way down to your family, people you know the best. And yet every single one of those groups has drama. So it literally doesn't matter what type of people they are or how their relationship comes about. Somehow, some way, there's drama. And I don't understand it. What is it about humans that just loves drama so much? All people. People love to create drama. People love to watch bullshit drama on TV. It's just a thing. I get accused of being a drama causer on Facebook. But how is it causing drama to simply state, here's what the numbers say? I mean, when I use the word facts, I generally mean one of two things. Numbers 
or commentary that neither party in the situation, none of the parties in the situation questions. It's not in question. If we all agree that we got into the Ford before we got into a car accident, well, even though no one explicitly says it, it's understood that it's true. So that's taken as a fact to me. So the facts of these kinds of situations are that human beings like drama for some reason. And you provide facts and they cause drama, but then they point it at you and say you're causing the drama. Of course. I don't get that. Because they want to cause even more drama. But they why want do to people, get you sucked into the drama. But why do people love drama so much? It's like, it's exhausting. Drama is exhausting. You love drama. You're just one of the people who loves to watch it on TV. I like to watch it from afar, but I don't want to be involved in it. Like I said, people either love to create drama or they love to watch drama. You're the second one. You still well, love sure. drama. Well, yeah, of course I do. I don't think there's anybody who doesn't love drama. That's what I said. I think it's. I think you're right. I think it literally can be divided into, and it's not necessarily, you're absolutely right. It's not even necessarily, what is it, equal portions? But it could be like 80% are one way and 20% are the other way. It doesn't matter. The fact is 100% of the people like drama at some level. I agree with you on that. Drama. Even Alyssa, who claims she hates drama in all forms. Nope. She's, uh... Well, look at what she their likes favorite drama with her YouTubers. She yeah, look at that. Exactly. They talk all about their YouTubers and how they're arguing with one another. And, you know, I'm on team this and I'm on team that. It's like, you guys love that drama. You live for it. Yep. So, everybody. It's just a matter of owning it, though. You have to own, if you're going to be a drama queen or king, you have to own that. You have to own that you're that person. Down. I well, I know you are. You're, you're really good about that. And I mean, that's a thing. It's. Being realistic. And I mean, there's people who will disagree. That's fine. Let them disagree. Like the lady today. Oh, my God. I read this post on this group. And it's like, would you, you know, this one's for the men. I need your opinion. And they show like this lady's Instagram photo. And she was pretty much naked in the Instagram photo. She was wearing like a G-string bikini. So from the behind side, it was naked. And she wanted to know, well, you know, if your girlfriend or wife was posting this on a daily basis, how would you feel about it? And I just wrote, she's a fitness model from Australia. Oh, you're, you're probably following her. <laughs> and you wonder why a man, okay, this is the funny part. Then someone else goes, well, I wonder how his wife would like knowing that he's following that person. He probably followed her now, which by the way is untrue. But how do they expect a man to give his true opinion about something if you either have to agree with their way of thinking? You still never added me to that group so I could go and create some drama with that jackhole. Well, I haven't had time. We were out. It's either you agree with them or somehow you're a pervert. I don't understand how they make that connection. You disagreed with them? I, but I didn't, though. I stated a fact. She's a fitness model from Australia. But by what stating- part of that has anything to do with whether you should post pictures like that or you shouldn't post pictures like By that. By stating the reasoning for her posting the nakedish pictures, they assumed, because they're drama queens, that you disagreed with them. Because if she's a fitness model, it, it must be completely acceptable for her to post those things to everybody around her. Okay, but do you see where the drama comes from? I call did them I, drama queens. But, but did I say that? No, I didn't. I merely said she is a fitness model from Australia. That's it. Please don't add to what I said. You can't tell me. I'm not saying you, by the way. I'm just saying the people that do this. You better not be saying me. You can't tell me what I mean by what I say. (laughs) 
If I drastically disagree with you, you're probably wrong about what I say. No, because if if I say what I was saying was X, you can't say, no, you didn't. You said Z. How can you tell me what I said? I'm the one who said it. I mean, are there people out there who say things and don't really think about it before they speak? There must be. Do you even need to ask me that question? There must be lots of them, right? I know, that's kind of a dumb question. You encounter them every single day. People who don't even bother to think the whole thing. But that's not me, though. See, like, I think about what I'm going to say. All I said was, yeah, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, well, I'm going to go check the evidence here. You know, they posted the name. I'm going to go see what's going on here. And first of all, the closest thing to naked, as she put it, she said there were some naked photos on there. The closest thing to naked was the photo she posted, which had the lady in a thong. And you could clearly see the strings and whatever. I have to tell you. She wasn't naked. I think it's more inappropriate for these people to have taken a screenshot of her naked butt picture. And put it on some public group. put it on a public group. I think that's super inappropriate, and I kind of want to send their names to her and be like, yo, these people are stealing pictures of your butt and posting them on the internet. Well, and like, and here's the thing about that, though. Why is it your business what she does? So then she finally says, well, my friend wants to do the same thing, and her boyfriend's going to break up with her, and I don't think he's right for doing that. And I told her, I go, look, here's the thing. If she had been doing this when he met her, or she had told him this is where I'm headed when he met her, then he made the choice to be in that relationship with her. And he doesn't have the right anymore, in my opinion, to tell her, no, she can't do it. He gave her his support. But if he entered the relationship thinking that she did not do those kind of things, she owes it to him to discuss it with him before she agrees to do it. It doesn't necessarily mean that she can't do it. Right. But she, but she owes him the, him the discussion. discussion. Well, yeah, yeah, he doesn't get to control. She gets to do what she wants to do. He doesn't get to control that, but it's a respect thing. You have to give the other person the respect of knowing what's going on. Yeah. I mean, how would you feel if you were just cruising down Instagram one day and you saw a picture of my mostly naked butt? You'd be like, bitch, no. <laughs> well, yeah. If you talk to me about it and I say, I don't want to do it, I don't want you to do it and you decide you are going to do it, I also don't think at that point that I should be angry with you. Now, I think it's well within my rights to keep an eye on the situation, and if it starts going south like I told you I thought it would, I should be able to go, okay, now it's time to reevaluate what you did. Let's talk about it. Look what's happening. I think the process is we have a discussion. I make my decision. I inform you of my decision, move forward with my decision. And then we reevaluate later. reevaluate at some undeterminable piece of time right because in that way it gives you the chance to be like well this is going against how i feel in our relationship so i'm going to stop doing this or no this doesn't go against how i feel violates our relationship so i'm going to keep doing it and you should have that right and i told her that me personally i don't think i would get involved with a woman like that not because i'm insecure because i've told you before do i care if someone checks out the woman that i'm with no because that woman's with me so i don't care let other guys look at her Please don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) None of that matters to me. It's the, do I want to be? My thing is, I'm not sure I could be in a relationship with somebody who needed that kind of validation over and over and over and over and over. Well, I think it's different to, if you're, if you're a fitness model and you're doing a competition or something. Yes. Post pictures of yourself at the competition, but constant naked butts, I'm not into that. Right. And you know what? There's. I'm trying to think of her name, but there's a fitness model that I follow and there's numerous fitness models that I follow. And one was the Russian lady and she used to post like really nice photos of her, like going out to dinner in a dress or a pantsuit or sometimes like, you know, a t-shirt and jeans just going out on the town. Right. 
Yeah. And then all of a sudden one day she just went to like posting like mostly, you know, butt naked, you know, almost naked photos of herself out there. And honestly, though, good for her. Never got to the point of the little stupid stars on her nipples or anything like that. She was clothed. She just wasn't fully clothed. And then there's others that like do it like the way she did in the beginning. Still, always. And I have way more respect for the the second people than the first people because I don't know. You're right. If they go and they do a, a competition. And they have photos of that competition. Of course, they're going to put that there because they're proud and they should be proud. It takes a lot of dedication to get to that shape. So they should be proud of it. But every freaking day, no. Yes, you're beautiful. We know you're beautiful. Post photos of yourself. You'll still look beautiful with clothes on. You don't have to be naked. And yes, I understand I'm a man who has a difference of opinion with most other men on this issue. Most other men just want to be perverts and see them naked. Let's be real. My thing is, I think of it like my daughter. Would I want my daughter doing that? No. So I don't want to look at someone else's daughter doing that. Fair enough. Jesus Christ. Consistency. Can you imagine? Same. Most people don't know how to do it. Then that's where the drama comes from. So the whole point I was trying to make for the last like 37 and a half minutes. It's been more than 37 and a half Actually, minutes. it hasn't. It's been like 49 and a thousand nope. years. Hasn't even been 25 minutes yet. 49,000 years of this conversation about drama butts. And now you're giving the poor editor more work to do because he's just going to cut all of this out. <laughs> Why? Because it's useless to talk about how long you've been podcasting. I'm not talking about how long you've been podcasting. Shit about that. I've been talking about how long you've been talking about drama butts. You're a drama butt. No. <laughs> anyway, the point is drama is everywhere. It has nothing to do with the type of people they are. And that Mike is a it's drama butt. It's just that everybody loves drama <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. And... Their interpretation of what drama is is very different. Right than down what to mine the Chewini. He's sleeping, yep. but he loves drama. He does. Even when he's asleep, he loves drama. Anyway, yes. I can't think of anything else to talk to you about. And you, who I thought would have lots of things to say, really didn't tonight. Yes, you're I did. tired. I am tired. But I said lots of things at the beginning. I know. That's how I know you're tired because you went really revved up and then just kind of went, ooh, boom. Well, the Chewini is sleeping, the Yogi is sleeping, the Olive is sleeping. I'm even sleeping. Pretty Girl is sleeping. I'm sure Parker is either asleep or eating something he's not supposed to be. So good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. 